Welcome to the Happy Win Podcast. You want to improve your self-confidence and better manage stress? You ask yourself questions about your future and your values? You need help motivating yourself, achieving your goals? You like challenges? You are passionate but held back by limited beliefs? This podcast is here to help you shine and surpass yourself. I am Laurence Godefroy, personal and professional coach. And I am convinced that there is a golden nugget hidden in each of us. Passionate about people and project management, I provide a coaching model that's oriented around having a growth mindset. Hi everyone, I hope you're doing well. I'm so happy to connect with you again for the 18th episode of Happy Win. Today, I'd want to talk to you about growth mindset. Growth mindset is something that I discovered three years ago now while reading the book of Carl Dweck. And the French version exists. It's, uh, the title is Changer d'état d'esprit. At that time, I was looking for a way to work on my limiting beliefs. And this book helped me enormously. Reading it made me aware of two states of mind that I had within me, and it helped me transform my limiting beliefs. These beliefs that were blocking me from achieving my goals. <laughs> so, what if you could increase your intelligence level? What if you could change some of your personality traits? What if effort and perseverance had a major impact on your success? And what if talent and ability weren't so important in achieving your goals? Finally, what if it was all about mindset? Okay, let's go. Let's start with an explanation. Your view of yourself profoundly affects the way you manage your life. And this view is linked to your state of mind, to your mindset. I will repeat that because I think it's really very important. So your view of yourself profoundly affects the way you manage your life. And this view is linked to your state of mind, to your mindset. And your mindset is a list of beliefs. Limiting beliefs and powerful beliefs. And these beliefs are only in your brain, so you can change them. So now let's talk a little bit about this notion of growth mindset. There are two major types of mindset, as defined by Carl Dweck in her book. Growth mindset and fixed mindset. The growth mindset is the belief that your abilities and talents can be developed. They are not innate and everyone can, through work, experience and perseverance, can change them. The fixed mindset is the opposite of the growth mindset. It's the belief that your level of intelligence and qualities are set in stone, immutable. This state of mind creates a compelling need to prove oneself. 
So people with a growth mindset try until they succeed. They try, uh, they like the challenge, they accept it entirely, they accept feedback and criticism to improve, they are always eager to learn new things, they just don't seek out the challenge, they thrive on it. The greater the challenge, the more they grow. And nowhere is this more obvious than in sport. On the other hand, people with a fixed mindset stay away from challenges. They view efforts in a negative light. They don't like criticism. They see the success of others as a threat. They don't like to do what they don't know how to do, so what they haven't mastered. They give up when they don't succeed. Of course, we are not one or the other of these states of mind, but a combination of both, a fixed mindset in some cases and a growth mindset in others. And so the challenge is to be in the growth mindset as often as possible, to continue to evolve and to, uh, to take pleasure, of course. So during our many years of research in psychology, Carl Drake discovered the existence of these two distinct state of mind and their impact on success. She focused on the success of her students at first, and then she applied a method to different areas such as education, social and romantic relationships, yes, and also sport and the business world. And what she discovered is that the most important thing to succeed in challenges is to approach them with a growth mindset. This is indeed what I discovered when I apply her method to my own challenges. With a growth mindset, failure becomes a way to learn, difficulty a way to grow, and novelty a discovery to be welcomed. This way of looking at things changes the way you approach the challenge. It changes your beliefs and that your beliefs are, have an enormous impact on your emotions and therefore on your actions, so on your success. So all, all is said. I will go uh, into more details in the practical part, but let's give you some examples uh, to follow. In her book, Carol Dweck uses the example of several personalities to illustrate these two states of mind. She writes that sometimes people with growth mindset expand so much that they achieve the impossible. She takes the example of Christopher Reeves, victim of a serious accident in 1995 after a fall from a horse. His neck was broken and his spine injured. He was completely paralyzed below the neck. And despite the medical team's verdict, Reeves fought on. He implemented a demanding exercises program. When doctors told him he was in Daniel, he persevered. And five years later, he began to regain mobility. He not only unleashed his abilities, but he also changed the way science views the nervous system and its potential for recovery. It has also given a new perspective to research and a new hope for people with spinal injuries. Carol Dweck talk, uh, also talks about 
personalities like Michael Jordan, whose competencies has not diminished with age. She writes, I quote, He lost vigor and agility, but he compensated with, by working twice as hard on his physical condition and his movements, like the turnaround jump and his famous fallaway jumper, etc. For her, mindsets change the meaning of failure. This concept is also being used more and more in companies in business, and it was Satya Nadella who introduced this concept of growth mindset to Microsoft when he became CEO in 2014. And that has been a major change and a key success factor for this company ever since. The stock price has increased more than five times and the market capitalization has exceeded $1 trillion. Satya Nadella had also declared to the shareholders, our, I quote, our ability to change our culture is the main indicator of our future, future success. And yes, culture and mindset are linked. He credited Carol Dweck's mindset as a strong inspiration for Microsoft's culture change. Now, the idea of a growth mindset has become strongly embedded in management, and the culture of Microsoft has shifted from know-it-all to learn-it-all. Um, another example, in the SAFE framework, SAFE means Scale Agile Framework for Enterprise, we also find this notion of growth mindset borrowed from Carol Drake. For those who do not know SAFE, it's a framework, that is to say, a knowledge base that gathers the principles and best practices of agile methods. And it's helping businesses achieve business agility so they can compete and thrive in the digital age. <laughs> Okay, now let's talk a little bit uh, of a workshop to build a growth mindset. So how do you put all that into practice? Because just understanding these two types of mindset does not allow you to transform. In order to transform yourself, you must observe yourself and try to identify the trigger of these two states of mind. What triggers either? You have to be able to recognize when you shift into the fixed mindset. It can be, for example, when you say to yourself, I'm not good, I don't like to be challenged. It can be when you feel frustrated, when you want to give up, when you need people to tell you that you are good at, when you feel threatened by the success of others, etc. And then, being able to replace your beliefs with the beliefs of the growth mindset. For instance, telling to yourself, I can learn anything I want. When I'm frustrated, I persevere. I want to challenge myself. When I fail, I learn. I just need people to tell me when I am making an effort. If you succeed, it inspires me. My effort and my attitude determine everything. In fact, one technique that works really well is to personify your fixed mindset, to give it a name. 
for me, what worked really well was naming it. It was um, that was what I read in Carol Drake's book. I called it my Calimero because this state of mind made me think of Calimero. Do you know this cartoon, Calimero? Calimero is a charming but unlucky chick. This, uh, it was the only black chick in a litter of Yorks who carries his, uh, its half-broken eggshell on its head. And he thinks that everyone is mad at him and he repeats tirelessly, everyone makes fun of me because I'm small and because I'm stupid. It's too unfair. It's really too unfair. Do you remember it? <laughs> so when my fixed mindset mindset, sorry, picked out, I try to, first of all, be aware of that. I recognize, recognize it because I had thoughts like, I suck, I will never make it, I, it pisses me off, it's useless. And at that point, I try this inner dialogue. I quote, well, okay, Calimero, it's good. It's not your time. Go away. And I started saying to myself, I can learn anything. I want to challenge myself. At worst, I miss, but I learn. I accept criticism to evolve. What is really important for me is that people tell me that I am making an effort. And I can say to you that step by step, it worked. So I will try to give you some keys to help you. I really recommend this technique for identifying your two states of mind. It allows you, through observation, to get to know you better and to take a step back from your beliefs. These observation techniques correspond to the meta position in coaching. And the meta position is a position that allows you to take a step back to analyze yourself without judging yourself. Once you are aware of the existence of your two state of mind, your two mindset, try to identify a moment, an area where your fixed state of mind appears and prevents you from progressing, from learning. Become aware of the limiting beliefs it diffuses in you and associate a name with this fixed state of mind. Try to personify it. This will allow you to speak to him more easily in your inner dialogue, a bit like me for, uh, with my Calimero. And moreover, using humor is even more powerful. <laughs> Sometimes me making fun of yourself really helps. And finally, try to learn to make it disappear for the benefit of your growth mindset by just telling him to leave that the moment is not for him you will see it's really very powerful. And with practice, it becomes easier and easier, even if it requires effort. Isn't this effort and this perseverance the characteristics of the growth mindset? <laughs> okay, so how to put all that into practice? Because of course, it's by practicing that we improve. Well, in a challenging situation, we, when you have limiting beliefs that block you, try to become aware of the arrival of your fixed mindset. Name it and talk to it. Repeat this exercise several times. Really, I assure you, it works. And it's quite funny. <laughs> 
So in conclusion, the growth mindset is a powerful concept that allows you to work concretely and practically on your limiting beliefs. By becoming aware of the appearance of your fixed mindset, you can decide to change your thoughts to gross mindsets, to gross mind thoughts. And this will profoundly affect your life. Your intelligence is not fixed. You can learn whatever you want. Your efforts and perseverance are the keys to your transformation. Enjoy challenges. These are the challenges that make life interesting. So come on, go, go, go. I wish you a growth mindset to achieve your widest dream. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like it, feel free to share it with your friends and to give a five star on Apple podcast. If you'd like more information on anything I've said today, you can contact me on www.happywin.fr for personalized coaching to meet your needs. Happiness is a state of mind. La Bella Vita is my mantra. See you soon for the next podcast. Have a great day and remember, your success is already inside of you.